Hi everyone, welcome to Around the World in 80s Movies. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website Quipster.net. I've been reviewing films since 1996, but you can find reviews of films of the 80s or pretty much any decade in which there are films. You can go to my website Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today I'm going to be reviewing a film that came out in the 1980s, right at the very end of the 1980s, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. From Disney, of course. It's a comedy sci-fi film, PG-rated for mild language and some scary images, and it runs an hour and 41 minutes. Rick Moranis is the main star, Matt Frewer, Marsha Strassman, Thomas Brown, Jared Rushton, Amy O'Neill, and Robert Oliveri are in this film. Joe Johnston is the director, and the screenplay is credited to Ed Naha and Tom Schulman. Now, although... This film is dominated by its very impressive, still to this day, special effects. I think Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which was originally scripted with the title called Teeny Weenies, is thankfully proven to be more than just a treat for the eyes. For a family film, it's occasionally clever in its humor, even when that humor is broad. It does show an imaginative side that offers a few unexpected turns within the course of a fairly simplistic story. This is a Disney film, so you know what to expect here. You have a lot of adventure from the perspective of the resourceful children, and meanwhile, the two-dimensional, mostly preoccupied parents are a bit clueless as to what to do about the whole situation. In that vein, the younger you are, the more mileage you're probably going to get out of the whole thing, but at least it's entertaining enough for adults to keep an interest while the kids will no doubt will watch with rapt attention. Rick Moranis here, he is the star as a lovable dad. He's this ambitious college professor named Wayne Selinsky, who has recently become something of a laughingstock to his peers at the school when he dares to introduce a potential way to drastically reduce the size of everyday objects. His own experiments have proven futile, but there is this fluke accident that causes the reduction machine to finally work. It's too bad the Selinsky children are the ones in the race path, along with the rambunctious neighbor kids, the Thompsons. Now, Wayne accidentally tosses the fraction of an inch tall kids out with the trash, and that causes the minuscule kids to have to venture through the entire backyard and hope that they can grab the attention of their parents, and hopefully the professor can figure out a way to grow them back to normal size again. But making it back home proves more difficult than it would seem because there are treacherous bugs, pollutants, and all sorts of other obstacles blocking the way at nearly every turn. As I mentioned, this is directed by Joe Johnston, who would come to be known as the director of a lot of special effects films, especially he was the director for Jumanji, Jurassic Park 3, most notably more recently, Captain America the First Avenger, and quite a few others. The Rocketeer is also one he's very famous for directing. And I think Johnston here benefits greatly from the visual components of his film. They're still, as I mentioned, impressive to this day. Even though they're not as realistic as a lot of things today, they still were done with a lot of ingenuity. And along with those sophisticated special effects, there's some good stop-motion animation, the quality oversized props and sets. There's a look and feel in that backyard full of jungle-like proportions because the kids are so small fully realized in every detail. Sometimes the scale of things is a bit questionable here and there. We have a scorpion that's not much more than twice the size of an ant. Also, the physics of things seem a bit dubious. For instance, there's the whirling blades of an overhead lawnmower over the kids that almost suck them out of a wormhole to certain death. I wonder how that really can happen. However, I do think that the adventure moves at a brisk enough pace such that 
inconsistencies like those with natural laws are only a momentary distraction, and soon we have a whole new set of challenges and obstacles to keep us entertained along the way. As with most of the Disney live-action features, the jokes are a bit broad, but and while there is a tendency to play unrealistically cute at times, such as when the Zelensky dog takes an active role in heroism, it can be a little bit cloying, but nitpicks aside, this is still an entertaining movie for the kids, though they may not enjoy the death of a particular insect in this film. And while it is modestly entertaining enough for adults, with energetic pacing, a likable ensemble of child actors, and a lot more inventiveness than is usually afforded a special effects-laden family film, I think most people will probably find it time well spent, even if it doesn't really shoot to the top of their favorite family films of all time. And although it's burdened with being released opposite the juggernaut of Tim Burton's Batman at the end of June 1989, yes, this came out the same weekend as Batman. And you know how gangbusters that film did at the box office. This film would end up making a pretty good profit. In fact, it would eventually become the highest grossing completely live action Disney branded film up to that date anyway. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I don't necessarily consider it a favorite film of mine, but when I do watch it, I tend to enjoy it, and so I will give it a modest recommendation for that. I will give it three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means I do think that this is a film that is worth recommending for those people who just are looking for a good family film to entertain young and old. But I do think that the young will enjoy it most of all, so keep that in mind. This is not a film that I think adults generally will watch together without kids. Although there are, I'm sure there are exceptions out there, and I will get an email from them. By the way, if you do ever want to email me, you can find my contact information at my website. That's quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. You can also listen to my other podcasting work. I do newer films on my more longer-running film review podcast called the Quipster Film Review Podcast. You can search for that any place where you're listening to this right now and find it. And also, I am the co-host of the extra film segments of the In Session Film Podcast. Go to InSessionFilm.com for more details. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. Coming up next, I'm going to be reviewing another film that has to do with characters being shrunk down, or at least one character being shrunk down, and that is Inner Space, the Joe Dante film from the mid-1980s. So I hope you'll listen to that, because we're going to keep going with films about people getting shrunken down as happened in at least three movies, maybe more that I can think of from the 1980s, but I'm going to review about three of them. So check that out when it comes out in about a week from this being released. Until next time, thanks everyone for listening and joining me on this trip around the world in 80s movies. Hi, I'm with my five-year-old daughter, Lily, and Lily and I have seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And did you like the movie, Lily? Yeah. What did you like the most about it? I liked the most about it when they got shrunk. When they got shrunk. Wow. If you like when the kids get shrunk, you'll definitely like this movie because there is a lot of shrunken kid action. If you were shrunk down to the size of, like, an ant, what would you do? Um... What I would do is I would run through the grass if I could find my way, and then I would run up the steps and climb up and then go onto my mom's eye <laughs> so I could yell. You would yell at your mom's eye? What's your, why would you go to your mom's eye? Because then I could yell at her and she would see me. Now, I know you don't really like kissing in movies, but there, and there was a smooching scene in this. Did you hate it? 
No, but that is very, very disgusting. Disgusting. Or disgusting? Disgusting. Disgusting. If you if you think kissing is disgusting, you definitely don't want to see this movie. I At least... can't say disgusting. Why not? I just can't. <laughs> Wait. Kissing is disgusting and saying disgusting is disgusting? <laughs> disgusting kissing. Is is disgusting better or worse than disgusting? Disgusting is worse than disgusting? Yeah. Wow. You must have really hated the kiss. Now, there was a scene that you got really emotional about, and that was with an ant fighting a scorpion. Did you like that scene? No. What would you do to make that scene better? What I would do is I would make the scorpion instead a lady tiny bug. Then the ladybug can't descend its back. Oh, you would make the ant fight a ladybug. Because uh, ants are bigger than um, ladybugs. They are. They are bigger than ladybugs in some world that you've seen. I don't remember, actually. I've never seen an ant bigger than a ladybug. That's because you're not small enough. If you could have three people that would be small with you, who would you choose? Mm, mom and you. My, me and your mom? Mm-hmm. What about another person? Well, we the do- kitties. Well, well <laughs> I guess having the kitties be small would definitely solve the problem with them eating us. I hope you enjoyed the movie. What would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? A hundred. A hundred? Okay, these, this is getting out of control, Lily, because this means it's the best movie you've ever seen. Well, not the best movie. I gave um, Frozen a hundred. Not on this show. No, not on any of the podcasts. But when I was with my friend, we did a fake show. <laughs> you did? You're doing shows without me? Yes. What? Lily, I don't want you to leave my show. I'm getting jealous. If you had your own show, what kind of movies would you watch? Um, I watch kid shows. Like what? Magic School Bus. You would review Magic School Bus? Do you like the older version or the new version that they have on Netflix? Older. Older's better? I agree with you. Older is always better, I think. But that's my bias. That's why we're doing the 80s podcast. Say goodbye to everyone, Lily. Bye-bye.